Randy Tobler. Dreaming in red, white, and blue. On News Talk STL. Well, good morning. Welcome to the Tobler Show. Along with Max Foise, I am Randy Tobler. Thank you for being with us this morning. And uh, on the heels of a very emotional and, uh, and I think, um, power-packed day and weekend last weekend, uh, uh, the news cycle never stopped. I mean, it didn't take a pause. It just kept on on steroids all week. And just we have a number of things to talk about, including keeping an eye on uh, the preparations and the lead-up to the so-called Justice for J6 rally to start around noon, apparently at the uh, near the near the pool uh, there in in uh, in D.C. Now the temporary perimeter fencing has been reinstalled. That of course has created a lot of pushback. Uh, the media is trying to hype this thing as uh, watch out. Uh, the intelligence uh, is of course reporting that uh, I I don't know I don't think Mr. Uh, Shaman man with the the honey and the locust and the, yeah, you know, the John the Baptist the second shaman. shaman yeah. <laughs> I think he was sentenced to a bunch of years in jail, so I don't think I he'll know. be there. And it's been reported that a lot of folks that were involved in that are still in solitary confinement. Now I have to say, as wrong as it all was, and as unjustified as it was, and no, on this day after Constitution Day, which we'll talk about a little bit. We do have the right to petition the government, but that was far from petitioning yes. our government. I still disagree. I don't understand why the solitary confinement. I mean, I, that, oh, man, that just seems to be an overreach. I, I don't know. I think they want to send. Think, I think they want to send a message. Uh, hey, if you have uh, issues with the government, don't storm the Capitol, which uh, the base yeah. of it, I can kind of agree with that. Yeah. But you know what? The, my biggest problem, though, is the hypocrisy of the government. If they were if they were sealing the border and enforcing the border laws and in other places, uh, for instance, uh, maybe having more indictment than just Mr. Sussman, this guy from Perkins Coy, who got indicted yesterday in the Russia Gate probe. And we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. I, I could understand that if we were if they were even handed about, OK, enforce the law. No matter who the lawbreaker is, whether you're a Haitian who's uh, camping out under the, the Del Rio Bridge there, or whether you're someone storming the Capitol, different levels of, uh, mm-hmm. of violation, but still the law. But to sort of wink-wink at any one violation and pound on someone for another violation, uh, that bothers me. It is the it is the unequal application of the law that I think troubles a lot of Americans. It's almost know? how Congress can pass laws for us as far as health care and what have you that don't affect yep. them. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so right. And you know this thing, you know, we haven't talked about this, Max. You should put this, I think you should, uh, it's, maybe you can get someone to talk about this. I don't know. We've got to get someone to talk about this issue about Congress people being able to buy stocks, individual stocks, and they are immune it may be unethical, and the yeah. media calls them out. But I mean, we see it over and over again on both sides of the of the fence. We see Democrats doing it. Republicans, most recently, uh, have been doing it. Uh, bad news. I mean, especially during the pandemic, run up and buying stock involved in you know biotech and stuff. Look, that's just that can't be. I'm okay if you're a congressman or woman and you invest in you know. 
a, a 500 fund, an iShare. I don't care. Of course, sure. you have every right to invest. You're not making those decisions. If that iShare decides to smartly invest in a biotech at the beginning of a pandemic, great. So did every other iShare. But, you know, when you when you have insider information that Donald Trump is going to put uh, Pfizer and Moderna on the warp speed to, you know, success, and you buy Pfizer and Moderna, or on the other hand, you hear that something's going south and you sell after a, a closed congressional committee hearing, hello, that's what people can't stand, is the favoritism, the abuse of power. I mean, that's... That is just un- unreasonable. Anyway, we'll keep an eye on the Justice for J6 rally. If you know anything about it, and a lot of you are really intricately involved in the political scene. I know that. A lot, many of you were at the rally. If uh, if you're listening and you were at the rally, maybe you've had some, uh, you know, some inside information. Maybe you're if you're on a QAnon feed, there there is a QAnon feed. I had someone. Wow. I don't know. I don't remember. I tried to forget it, but th- I had someone show me. On a, it was a guy that was delivering actually a gun safe to the lair. Okay. I, I got a gun okay. safe. Sure. I got an old glory gun safe. Really a great gun safe. A fantastic uh, uh, gun safe. And um, all I have is water pistols and blasters in there. That's all. Don't worry about it. Not, nothing to talk about. No. Wink, wink. Uh, but the guy delivered the gun safe and he had a, um, he had some kind of, I don't know, was it? It's not Parlor anymore, but it was some kind of a, well, there's, a social media there's app. There's Gab and there's Parlor and there's Twitter. Uh, Those are the three that I know of. Okay, so, and then what is I? But but he showed me, and it was very frightening because it was talking about the theory that Hillary Clinton has ripped the face off of people. And sure, yeah, I'd not the, heard uh, that one adrenochrome before. Adrenochrome or whatever—it's something in the, yes, the blood that you're, yes, you're eating. It's a whole and, thing. Yeah, yeah and, and the vaccine is going to put you know tracking devices in your shoulder and right, I, yeah. you know. Now, if any of you are on that, that's a, it's a free country. That's okay. But if you have any of that, and if there truly is some inside um, uh, gravitational pull towards the J6 rally by those who were at and maybe were part of and endorsed what happened in the Capitol, and you'd like to call in, I think, Max, do you have any way to sort of garble the voice like they do on 60 Minutes, you know, so people would sound anonymous? Well, you know, I I would leave that up to the QAnon (laughs) caller themselves. Maybe you want to, if you want to kind of sound like this, I mean, just do a voice. It's totally fine. You can call us at 314-912- 1019, which of course is our frequency here, 1019. <laughs> yeah. Call 314-912-1019. And of course, that 1019 reminds you of the frequency, one of them, 1019-941. And I'm hearing grip. That, the power of that signal, yes. that 94.1 signal is unbelievable. Impressive. It is beautiful sound. Uh, and of course, NewstalkSTL.com, uh, your iOS or Android app, uh, or an Alexa skill. So Alexa... Uh, play 101.9, right? It just doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, yo, play no News Talk STL. Exactly. News Talk STL. Is that STL. what you have to do? Yep. I you was don't watching, use frequency. I was watching yeah. a YouTube video the other day, and they were kind of making fun of that, and in the middle of the video, the, the audio, <laughs> the, the, the music dropped out, and the host said something like, Alexa, do XYZ, and my Alexa, because yes, I've got a couple of my house, no. started going crazy and started doing oh. all kinds of stuff, and so it worked. Wow. So uh, if you're out there, Alexa, turn on News Talk STL. Now I don't know, Max, about your your uh, tendencies or your sensibilities concerning these kind of things and mm-hmm. an invasion in your privacy by tech. But right. are you concerned about Alexa or what is the one? What's the 
what, what's the one that's the there's an Amazon one is well, that Alexa that is Alexa and the one on my phone right now uh, it would be Siri there, that's the uh, that's Siri the, on the my iPhone, iPhone yeah. okay and, and so, then the Google has something don't they too they have no? something called know. Google Nest or Google Home so yeah now, now, but are you worried that they're listening into you or maybe your smart TV well, is listening into you or right? that bothers me no? am, am I worried no I, I kind of was hinky about it until I realized I've had this iPhone mm-hmm. for at least 10 years and mm-hmm. Siri has been around for at least five years and Siri is always listening to you and so if you have an iPhone Siri's always listening for hey Siri and then it'll kind of wake up and so it's kind of letting everything else wash over it until it hears those buzzwords same thing with Alexa it's letting everything else wash over it until you say Alexa Uh, which can you know if you have somebody over your house who's named Alexa that can go really awful as a matter of fact (laughs) Uh, but but I was a little hinky about it and then I got one for Christmas and it was over. Alexa became my best friend, and, oh. and I think it, wow. uh, it's kind of like having a robot <laughs> in the house. So I got another one for the kitchen, and yeah. uh, it's just kind of fun. So I, I don't, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like as far as tracking devices, like the QAnon people think that you're, you know, the vaccine is a is a, is a chip. We're all being tracked at all times anyway because of well, our that's devices. That's true. That's true. So yeah, I, that's right. I would have to become a complete luddite and live off the grid to not be yeah. tracked. I feel like anybody right. who wants to know anything about me, you can. So. You know, it's interesting. Well, okay. Well, there you go because you got nothing to hide. Well, that's another thought too. I got uh, 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 someone very, very close to me and dear to me was uh, getting into it was canceling their their cable and their satellite TV and getting into streaming. That's the way they watch TV now. Sure, I think yeah. More and more people do that, that's, right? That, that's that's what uh, we do too. Yeah. Okay, and and I mentioned. Well, I heard about this YouTube TV. You can get local channels. You can get everything else. I I don't want YouTube because I don't. Now they have a they have a political beef with Google sure. and the involvement of Google with government. Sure. And I think that is a legitimate beef. So they were talking about like what was it? What was it? Fubu or Fubo or there was Hulu. There's all these different kind of things, right? There, you have different options. There are a ton of options. You don't. You, you certainly don't have to use YouTube TV. We also stream. We don't use YouTube TV. I'm not a big fan of Google either. That's why I've never ever ever had a Facebook because I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. I don't like his gigantic yeah, yeah. overreach. And so I just choose huh. to not be on Facebook. Um, but um, but yeah, so I mean, making those decisions make sense. I don't have, I mean, yes, Jeff Bezos has been very successful with his career, but you know, yeah. I, I, I think Alexa is actually a pretty cool little device. But you know what? I wanted you know, to I, tell the audience yeah. that they can go uh, to our website, newstalkscl.com, because once again, I wanted to, to let everyone know that our show, The Randy Tilber Show, is up via podcast right now. And you uh, can yeah. listen. I hope people tune in to last week's show because I'm really proud of that three hours that uh, we did. I was proud of that show, too. And, you know, I've had a lot of requests through text and IM and others, uh, a Twitter message. Um, uh, to to post and maybe I should do that post the speech that Biden should have given remember there you go yeah that caustic denigrating you're a leper if you don't have a vaccine speech mm-hmm. and um, so I uh, I penned that last week and then we read it on the air I think it was the second hour we did that it was so people can catch that during the, the beginning of the second hour if you'd like to catch that and share it with someone who didn't hear it and more and more people are uh, uh, tuning into the station I think are finding us a lot of folks that uh, have listened to us for so long I've, I've you know, the, the other station in town I was on for what twenty years and yep. almost twenty yeah well, twenty years and uh, now there's some billboards I'm seeing around town the news talk STL sign uh, which is of course really prominent and and advertising the one hundred one nine and the ninety four one frequencies uh, you can't miss it out there in Manchester and other places so uh, people are saying where do I tune in well there you that's where you can find it or just simply tell people if your friends would like to find us newstalkstl.com and that'll guide you to wherever you need to go the frequencies are there if they like to. Stream they can do that. Uh, it's funny. My my father in law 
loves the show. And uh, he was talking with my wife the other day. We gave him the new things. And I said, well, why don't you, you know, tell him to just stream it on on NewstalkSTL.com. I guess, I don't know, he's like 90, you know. Sure. sure. As spry as he can be. But he, I guess he doesn't stream. So and I don't know. know. I, I definitely understand, uh, you know, the whole old dog, new tricks type thing. But streaming is so incredibly it's easy. It's so it it's, so it's two clicks, yeah. and then you have the station. Yeah. It could, they could not have made it easier. Yeah, I know. And the app is great too. I mean, I I use the iOS app all the time, and I just know I just with me all the time. It's it's super good. So uh, yeah, give us a buzz three one four nine one two one zero one nine three one four nine one two one zero one nine. When we come back, I do want to talk a little bit about a Facebook storm that I uh, I stirred up a little bit on my Facebook feed because I made a strictly political statement about Biden. Biden's speech, and some people, it is amazing how polarized this world, this country is, people, doctors, uh, nurse educators, uh, one of whom I've worked with in the past, were like, how can you, they thought I was anti-vax because I was anti-method, I was anti the way Joe Biden went about trying to encourage, well, he was anything but encouraging. And I know it's, it's in a way it's old news, but in a way it's not because the wars continue. And of course, Nicki Minaj continued those wars. So we'll talk about the culture, the cancel culture, the scorning and the disdain and the, and the public ridiculing that people are throwing at one another um, about this whole issue about vax or not vax or it's your choice, it's not your choice. Uh, we'll talk about it when we come back. 314 912 1019 here on News Talk STL, NewstalkSTL.com, too. Don't forget that. On the Randy Tobler Show, give me a call if you've been fighting those vax wars, no matter which side of the fence you're on. We'll be right back with more. Stay tuned. Good morning. Welcome back to the program. It's uh, 24 after the hour. Where does the time go? I don't know. We just have too much fun doing this, Max and I. Thanks for joining us. Hope your coffee is warm this morning. Isn't there something special about getting a, an extra special roast of coffee? I mean, I don't know. I, it's funny how some people will drink anything, and so will I. Uh, and others are sort of snobbish about their coffee. They'll only drink, you know, Costa Rican free range, not free range, free trade coffee. Free trade free coffee. I mean, th- that I, I, I'm I, mixing chickens and coffee. <laughs> I prefer the frou-frou, amazing, free, you know, free trade yeah, coffee. Yeah. But I'll go to a diner at right. two o'clock in the morning yeah. and have sludge. That's fine, right. too. And there's something about we were in a we were in a really nice. Well, I'll tell you, we were at Charlie Gito's recently, and uh, something about restaurant fine restaurant coffee. Uh, whether you go to Gito's or where, name your place, you go to the Crossing out in Clayton, wherever you go. Um, something about really fine. I don't know whether it's maybe it's like wine. It has to be, it has to be brewed or slash. Um, fermented in large batches because you get all of the goodness of everything mixed in. It's like a fine blended whiskey, you know. Uh, I used to make some wine in the basement. We would get. Uh, I was there was a St. Louis beer and wine making company out there in um, oh out there in Manchester and Clayton uh, in that area, Clayton and one forty one, and um, I think they may still be out there. I got to check it out, but. We'd get grapes from California, and you know everyone would sort of co-op a whole a whole bushel or a whole a truckload of grapes, and I would make them in a little five-gallon carboy, like the, you know, like you put in the water cooler, and uh, all kinds of intricate stuff. Didn't quite say, taste the same because you just no? need to have the big batch to get all of the mixture right, and it sort of it dilutes out any impurities or you know musty you know smell or anything that you might have. But it's the same way with coffee. Maybe if the bigger the batch, the better it is. I don't know, but then. Well, wait a minute, though. People do the drip. 
Isn't the drip the oh yeah? Coffee I mean, thing well, too? the the, the pour over is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I've, yeah. I've got a, a French press at home. That's fantastic. It's a little, well, look at you. No, no, no it's press. it's this little. <laughs> I'm R- kidding. <laughs> it's an R two D two French press actually. Which I is know. Really I'm kidding you. I'm kidding you. <laughs> that is the that is the ultimate way to do it. There's no doubt about. It. Well, French press is the proper way to really brew a good cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and, and, and it, it tastes fantastic. It really does. Yeah, yeah. And then then again, for those, there's some people that like the Keurig. I like my Keurig. I don't. I'm not really a big Keurig. No, no. I mean, I mean, if I have zero time and I have because yeah. I have to get to the Randy Tilber show, let's say, I might do a Keurig really quick in the morning. But, uh, yeah. but I mean that that is for emergency yeah. use only. Right. And then, of course, Caldi's is one of my all favorite coffees. Sure, I mean, Caldi's yeah. is just beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. Hey, let's go to Gene. Uh, before we go into the, little, the, the Facebook controversy I stirred up uh, that I well, I didn't mean to, but boy, it blew up on, on us. Um, go ahead, Gene. What's uh, what's on your mind? Thanks for calling. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Randy. How are you doing this morning? Doing super. Good. How about you? I uh not wanting to make a plug for a particular coffee manufacturer and take up that time, but you spurned another thought. I'll send you a message on Facebook about uh home system that's really good and give you a fantastic coffee. Well you but, can uh, you can mention on air. There's no problem there. Maybe maybe yeah, they'll uh, maybe they'll fun. become sponsors. That's okay. <laughs> well Okay. Well, it's an OXO brew is the model on it. It's about $170 on Amazon. But basically what the thing does, you weigh out your coffee and um, it's, it's a drip pot. But what it does is it wets the coffee. It puts the water out in spurts at a particular temperature and it's got like... The gold seal, I think it is, for uh, home brewing equipment and stuff. But I'll tell you, it takes a grocery store brand coffee Uh and just knocks your socks off with flavor. We've we've got a particular uh, higher-end coffee that we like to get. We like a nice, robust cup of coffee. And it it dumps into stainless steel decanter, so there's no hot plate or anything. I mm-hmm. will tell you, it is absolutely phenomenal. You can have your restaurant absolutely primo cup of coffee. Right okay. Well, d- now does straight. it do? Uh, does it take the beans and grind it, or do you do you grind no, your own and then no, put this, grind it? It just it just take it does not have a grinder built into it. It just mm-hmm. takes our ground coffee already. But okay. I just I can just put Folgers dark roast through it. And holy cow, that coffee tastes completely different than before. I hated that coffee before on our other. Oh, wow. Well, send uh, me the, yeah, send me the, uh, yeah, IM me that, uh, that link. Uh, You got it. I will do that. What else is on your mind? Well, you were starting to talk about the vaccine thing. And, you know, I work at SLU and we had to get the stick like everybody else. But I have not heard anything, and I haven't heard any rumblings. But I'm wondering, okay, are they going to get tell us? Okay, well, now you got to get number three. And I'm sitting here yeah. thinking to myself, well, I don't know if I want to do that or not. If it's really a valid thing to do, it's like, where's it going to stop? Well, you know what my thought you is about the thought? vaccine, uh, about the booster. My thought is that, uh, well, the FDA panel came out yesterday and said, uh, I think, it what was it, 14 to 2, 16 to 2. I mean, it was pretty overwhelming against uh, booster at this time, except for those over 65 and those with, quote, high risk, close quote. Now, there are an mm-hmm. awful lot of people that are high risk that are under 65 because they have obesity, right. they have diabetes, they have other chronic illnesses. So I think, actually, I think it's a fairly 
wide net that would be eligible in my book. And I know at my place, there are times every Wednesday we do a vaccination you know, day uh, because once you uncork, and we do the Moderna mRNA vaccine, but once you uncork a vial, there's supposed to be 10. Occasionally, you can. You, there's an 11th dose in there. So they're not all right. you know, strictly you know, precise number of doses. So sometimes, you know, we have people scheduled and for one reason or another, not all 10 show up or 10 show up and there's an extra one. And we have a list of immunocompromised folks that have been referred to the vaccine team by by our docs and nurse practitioners, um, self-referred other times. And we're making it clear that, you know, immunocompromised people, which it's clear they should get it. Those folks who are on uh, transplant uh, anti-rejection medicine for transplants, those are on high dose chronic steroids for maybe autoimmune problems, uh, you know, those have congenital immune uh, deficiencies uh, and so forth. Yeah, those people, we give them a call. And if they can't make it, then we, we liberally offer it to anyone who wants it. And I'm, boy, I'm, Max, are you make, I hope, I hope Max has the blocking to Washington, D.C. and to the listening devices at the regulatory agencies. I hope he has those. Uh, I have them turned on, yes. But, uh, well, plur- okay. Turn the blocking, <laughs> turn the shields on. Oh, but Captain, they're running down. The shields are running down, sir. Uh, remember, uh, remember, right. Scotty. Uh, but, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, but- and we don't want to waste a dose. So, for instance, if one becomes available in a healthcare worker, especially we have some healthcare workers that are over 50 or whatever, we give it to them. Whoever wants it, we're not going to throw a dose away, not in this environment. Oh, sure. We're certainly not going to do well, that. Well, as, yeah, as you know, I'm a respiratory therapist, and we got the. Uh, um, Pfizer vaccine and our pharmacy was getting, I think, nine doses out of a vial instead of the mm-hmm. six. And they weren't cut, like you yeah. said. It's just the way it comes out. But uh, yeah. I just hit 66 and I'm not, I've got no yeah. other health problems outside of packing on about 20 pounds. They should probably pay attention yeah. to. Uh, well, you've got the mental health problem that. of being a, co- but you've got the <laughs> mental health problem of being a conservative. So that, That's that exactly would elevate. Right. Yeah. If you're, that's I'm according to the left, according to Joy yeah. Reid, you're a weirdo. We're going to play that sound in a minute here. But yeah, but here's my sto- here's right. my thought. I I heard Rand Paul last night, and I thought, gosh, what a smart guy he is. I've been saying this for months. I'm just kidding. I mean, he is a smart guy, much smarter than me. You know, ophthalmologists have to go through med school, become internal medicine docs, and then go into ophthalmology. They're the smartest guy. They're among the smartest specialists around. Um, at any rate. Uh, he has it right, and I think that, uh, if, if, look, we should, if someone wants a booster, and it's been, you know, they were one of the original people to get it. Like, I got it back in December of last year because we wanted to make a, a, a statement at our place, and when they became sure. available, we all took it and were proud about it and, and, and you know, cheerleaded for it. But I believe that they can, and Rand Paul alluded to it, they are developing Delta-specific variants, uh, uh, Delta-specific vaccines right now, and that's the booster that everyone should get. These things are clogged up in the bureaucratic and the safety testing. Look, the mRNA vaccines are as easy as putting a new program into a 3D printer and then you know yes. pumping it out. They can do that. So I think that while the current vaccine as a booster is probably helpful for a vast number of people. Should a should a 30-year-old who got one last, you know, in March get a booster? Probably not. Should a 66-year-old, you know, get a booster? Not a bad idea, I think, going into the winter months here, especially if you're in healthcare like you are, Gene. However, if I heard that there was a booster coming down the line, and there should be in the next three to six months, I think I'd probably wait myself. That, that would be my yeah. stance. One, one thing real quick. My wife was symptomatic with COVID and her boss back in November 2019. 
And nobody's yeah. talking about people who have got natural immunity, like the, uh, the study that you referred to from WashU about three weeks ago on the program now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jean, was did she have documented? Was that a documented COVID infection, or were there symptoms compatible with COVID? No, they, she was completely symptomatic with it. Lots, her taste got messed up yeah. and everything, and her taste still isn't right. And we're one. Does she have antibodies? And that's what we want to see if we can get her in and have her blood tested to see if she's got antibodies. Yeah, you can get a test. I mean, your doc can order a test. I don't know what it'll cost you, but it might be worth it. I mean, but you know, I, I, I think that Joe Biden, the administration, uh, Dr. Fauci, all of them are wrong, just flat wrong for a number of reasons. Uh, almost as much politically as um, scientifically, although the scientific evidence is not as strong as I'd like it to be, but for not making equivalent natural immunity, which may be as good and maybe better in some cases than the vaccine. And I think it does have an individual variation. Uh, and they should say, look, if you can show positive evidence of uh, uh, natural infection, you know, recovery from, from infection and therefore natural immunity, or if you've been vaccinated, you you get a waiver at the workplace. If they're going to do a mandate, they should have allowed an accommodation for those who have natural immunity. I really yes. believe they should have done that. Uh, the, the Israeli study is quite impressive. Um, we know that natural that the vaccine immunity tends to be waning, whether it's because of the vaccine efficacy itself or whether it's because of Delta just escaping a still robust immunity against the the, the the type that the vaccine was designed for. Either way, it seems as though it's it's waning a little bit, and they ought to just give uh, they ought to give some credence to people that have had natural immunity. I don't understand oh, it. it would have it would heal a lot of political wounds too. I mean, it really would. But no, they're they're just knuckleheaded and they're monolithic. And you know what? They're tyrannical. And I got in trouble on my Facebook feed when I said as much after Joe Biden's speech. Thanks a lot, Gene. Great to talk with you. With that, um, thank you. When I uh, last uh, last week, when I posted that Joe Biden was knuckleheaded, all I said was so the, when he said, you know, that we're only going to we're going to mandate this for employers, uh, employees of those businesses that are that have more than 100 employees. So I just simply posted and I, I highlighted that on the uh, on the AP website. Uh, a report. I said, so the virus won't attack workers at businesses with less than 100 employees, no recognition or accommodation for natural immunity. And then I said simply, cognitive decline, heavy handedness and hypocrisy seem to go hand in hand. In other words, uh, that was a little slap at Joe Biden politically. Oh, my God, the onslaught was ridiculous from physicians and others. Oh, you're the head of a hospital and you're a doctor and you're supposed to be promoting vaccines. And I said, I am promoting vaccines. But the, if you're going to if you're going to this was a matter of logic, logic, logic doesn't really compute with the left because they get very emotional. They let emotions and their right brain take over from their left brain. My comment was not about whether the vaccine is good or not. You all know out there I'm full-throated in, in, in favor of vaccines. Have been, always will be. They're great. And uh, this was about Joe Biden's illogical restriction to more than 100 employees. If you're going to do it, Joe, do it. Be a man. You know, be a man. 
Get your cojones in full force and make it mandated for everyone. Because the virus, as far as I know, doesn't, in the in the religious words of the Passover, doesn't pass over businesses that have less than 100 employees. As far as I can tell, I've scoured the literature, and I just can't see it. Maybe it has to do with OSHA's jurisdiction, because that's their workaround. I'm glad to see the lawsuits going on. I'm sad that more people aren't getting the vaccine, frankly. I, I really am. But... From a political, from a constitutional on this day after Constitution Day perspective, I think it's a huge mistake for them to be so heavy-handed and tyrannical. And uh, and then on another post I wrote, has an American president ever chided millions of Americans as though they're children? Dear leader is losing patience with us. Remember when he said we're losing patience? He's a disgrace and embarrassment. Oh boy, did I catch hell from that for the left. <laughs> and uh, it went back and forth. But um, And everyone thought that because I was against the way he messaged it, that I was against the vaccine. But that is where our political discourse has devolved to, to where they can, people can't separate. You, you know, I can be both for the vaccine and anti-Joe man, Joe management's Biden of it. I said that on purpose. Joe Biden's management of it, right? You can be both at the same time, but people can't parse that anymore because they kick their, their right brain, that is the emotional side, into high gear, when they hear anything against their dear leader, president, God love him. God love him. I, I hope he's getting up now and getting his morning oatmeal. Um, you know, and the extra cup of coffee and whatever cognitive decline medicines he may be on. Um, and they just can't, they can't understand. This is, Mike Post was about tyranny, about an abuse of power, about being politically tone deaf. I have confirmed over the last 10 days since his speech last Thursday, what is it, nine days now, those folks who were at least listening to me and others who were making, I think, a reasonable argument to try to reduce your risk of severe illness and death and, 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 and hospitalization being on a vent. Hey, would you think about it? Here's my evidence, you know, and if you're going to get a vaccine, if you really want natural immunity and you believe it's better, and some people do, and it may be in many ways, there's scientific, there's biological reasons to think that it may be because your natural immunity uh, generates immunity to more than just one component of the, va- of the virus, not just the spike protein. Other proteins on the virus that that the virus makes and other elements of it. Um, I, I for one, would not be too unhappy having been vaccinated if I had a breakthrough infection, it was mild, and I got some natural immunity. I would view that. But I don't want to take the risk of being unvaccinated and getting severely ill, God forbid, Max, can you imagine losing your taste and smell? That would almost no. be worse than, I, I, I don't know. what I mean, I don't know. If you're a foodie like I am, exactly. I mean, I don't know. That would be a, a fate worse than death almost. So that's all. I, if, you're gonna, if you really dig natural immunity, but you are, especially if you're older or if you have high-risk conditions, why not get vaccinated? And then, you know, go to the biggest super spreader event you can, get a mild infection, Get that. That's a booster. It's a natural booster, which gives you a different array of, of defense. And then, uh, you know, I mean, if that's what you want to do, if you think natural is better. But, man, taking a risk and rolling the dice for that, oh, my God, hurricane level five, you know, natural immunity, that would be worrisome. I don't want to see you die. I don't want to see you on a vent. I want to see you listen to 1019 News Talk STL and call me at 314-912-1019. Where am I wrong? 
Let's save our boosters for those who are elderly, who are at high risk, and others who just want them. And let's not make it a mandate, but let's encourage a booster that is Delta-specific, or if there's new booster coming down the line, whatever the latest one is that they can manufacture and roll out quickly. And let's just have a booster event for whoever wants to do it. And just go in and roll up your sleeve, get the booster, and move on with your life. Make some drip coffee in the French press. <laughs> Max's French press. I'm Randy Tolber. There's Max. When we come back, we'll uh, talk about elective A freezing, women's emancipation, and college admissions favoring women and men's enrollment down. And I'm going to put those uh, those dots all together for you when we come back. Stay tuned. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. Hey, we're back. And uh, I promised you a little interesting detour before we continue to talk about uh, justice for J6 and uh, we'll have uh, Constitution Day talk. Later on, we're going to talk with Todd Bensman about uh, what's going on down at the border. I mean, this is crazy. You heard about the FAA blocking Fox News drone for a day. Uh, we also will be talking next hour, very important conversation with Dakota Wood, our friend from Heritage. And he is going to give us the skinny on assuming that uh, General Milley said what he said to the communist uh, counterpart of his when they all thought that Trump was deranged, um, right, actually before the, the 2020 election, and then again shortly uh, before January 6th, uh, we're going to find out exactly whether that's standard operating procedure or not and talk with him about security over in Afghanistan, what it means. So we'll get his opinion as well. But I did want to uh, talk a little bit. And Max, I'm getting a little feedback here from my, let me see here. There we go. There we go. Um, I did want to talk about an interesting story that was sent to me by a very, very good friend of mine, and um, won't won't mention his name, but he's a reproductive endocrinologist in the area, and a very, very good friend of mine and the station and the show and the movement uh, that is the conservative patriotic movement. Um, that's funny. That used to be not the movement, but the default in America, conservative, patriotic, limited government, and now it's like a resurgent movement. Uh, That's crazy. Anyway, I, he sent me this uh, piece from uh, the literature that he looks at. That's It's entitled Elective Egg Freezing and Women's Emancipation. Hmm. So I read it. It was fascinating. Here's the abstract. By the way, the numbers, if you want to call in on anything we're talking about, please weigh in. 314-912-1019. 912-1019 here at News Talk STL. And uh, when you listen and when you tell people to listen, because I know you'll want to refer them to the show and the station. It's great listening 24-7 all the time, live and local. It doesn't get better than this. 1019-941, NewstalkSTL.com, on your app, on your iOS or Android system, or Alexa skill as well. Here's the abstract. All studies show that the primary, this was by Guido Pennings, what a great name, Guido. All studies show that the primary reason for women to consider elective egg freezing is the lack of a partner. The lack of a partner. Max, what happened to the singles bar scene? I don't know. It seems like if a gal walk, so a gal who wants to freeze her eggs walks into a single bar. Okay, you come up with a punchline. Um the first question, then, is where this shortage comes from and how it can be remedied. The main cause of the, quote, lack of partner issue for highly educated women, the group most involved in elective egg freezing, is the reversed gender gap in education. 
It is concluded that EEF, elective egg freezing, may increase individual reproductive autonomy, but does not increase reproductive freedom for the the group of highly educated women. Guido is going to be canceled if he comes to America. He's from the, <laughs> he's from the Bioethics Institute, Ghent. That's called Big. <laughs> this gets better. I'm not making this up. This isn't from The Onion. Bioethics Institute, Ghent, G-H-E-N-T, Ghent University, Department of Philosophy and Moral Science, Ghent, Belgium. <laughs> um it's concluded that EAF may increase indiv- individual reproductive autonomy, but does not increase reproductive freedom for the group of highly educated women. Regardless of how many women freeze their eggs, a large number of educated women will eventually have to choose between going it alone as a single mom or looking for another life goal. Some possible policy measures are proposed to reduce the gender gap and thus remove the real cause of, uh, of the problem. And, and in the future section of this, he says, the future is looking bleak for highly educated women on the partner market, as they will largely outnumber university-educated men. The main cause of EEF is not female discrimination on the work floor, but an unanticipated contingency of the emancipation of women in education. Now, I wouldn't call it emancipation, because then, I, this is so bizarre, because it it wasn't two days after I was sent this, and I was, that's a pretty bold, that's a pretty bold commentary, if you think about it, in the scientific literature, right? It's, there's this, and women don't have a partner, so, until they find an acceptable male, and I've heard Jordan Peterson, my, first, my favorite, um, my favorite uh, philosopher, well, he's not that. He's a, he's a university professor. He's a, sociolo- a psychologist. But, you know, he wrote uh, uh, 12 Rules for Living, An Antidote to Chaos. And then he's got a new book as well, which follows up on that 12 more rules. So then comes this September 6th article from Wall Street Journal. And we're going to get someone to talk about this. Uh, we're, we're working on getting a guest to talk about this because we do need to unpack this. A generation of American men feel, give up on college. And one was quoted as saying, I feel lost. In the next two years, two women will earn a college degree for every man if the trend continues, says Douglas Shapiro, who's with the National Student Clearinghouse. Women increase their lead over men in college applications for this coming school year, uh, that is this school year, 3.8 million to 2.8 million. And that's an increase from previous year. Women make up 49% of the college-age population in the U.S., yet they hold a huge gap in college enrollment. So what's going on here? American colleges, uh, which are embroiled in debates over racial and gender equality, working on ways to reduce sexual assault and harassment on women, have yet to reach a consensus on what might slow the retreat of men from higher education. And, and later on in the article, they talk, what is the reason for this? Well, many think that this has to do with a change that occurred in, in primary education, down in the, in the K through 12, especially in the early grades, where boys being boys, more talkative, more kinetic, more rambunctious, and yes, probably more uh, rule-breaking, uh, were disciplined more 
instead of being coached and and more importantly and we were a part of this with our with our uh, you know our son was born in 87 and i remember it distinctly i remember max i remember sitting around at 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 medical conferences you know maybe there'd be a a kickoff dinner before it was a conference to learn the latest technique and then you'd go into the or for a couple of days but they'd have a dinner with some guru i remember one down in um down in the Buckhead, Georgia region, which, you know, Buckhead out of Atlanta, which is getting a lot of play now. Um, And I'm not kidding. I was sitting there with six other docs and their spouses at a big round, you know, uh, banquet table. Five of the six. I was the only one whose child was not on ADHD medicine. Wow. A boy whose boy, you know, son, the young son was not on ADHD medicine because the answer to dealing with boys, it became fashionable to diagnose Mm -hmm. ADHD and it was being done inappropriately. Uh, People weren't getting psychological evaluations. It was a pediatrician, well-meaning pediatricians. Uh, You know, teachers were telling parents to go get your kid evaluated. I mean, it was a disaster. And now they have retreated a little bit on that, but a lot of it may have to do with our marginalization of boys early on and hey, if the girl raises her hand and answers the thing and beca- answers the question, well, of course, what's the teacher going to do? It's a human nature. That the teacher, that who's going to get the best grades? Grades translate to increased acceptance into college, and I think many men. And now you you couple that with the with the unfolding of all the education you can get. The other day, I did a pretty good job of changing my kitchen faucet. As far as I know, it's not leaking. Hon, is it leaking? <laughs> no, she says it's not leaking. We'll hear at the lair. I broadcast from the Liberty Lair, you know. Um, and I did that because I got on YouTube and I learned about it and I had a question about something here, gasket there and a washer there. I fixed it. So maybe a combination of available free education, high, uh, high debt when people get out of school, and maybe Mike Rowe making it clear that, hey, you can actually do pretty well if you go and learn a vocation. They're like, guys are going, hey, fooey on it. And then I'm going to be demeaned if I if I go out with a girl and we're at a party and then we have consensual sex. And then later on, I get accused of, you know, hashtag me too. I was a sexual assault. I mean, I think I don't know what's playing into it, but there's something that is leading to a tremendous gap in college education and then lo and behold the reproductive endocrinology community is saying hey gals are freezing their eggs because they're waiting for partners that are as educated and as successful as them because they don't want to they don't want to this is an interesting sociological phenomenon so uh, we can talk about it and we can come back or we can talk about uh, Nicki Minaj I think that's what we'll probably talk about when we come back at the top of the hour listening to the Randy Tobler Show along with Max Boise on Newstalk STL we are the Tobler Show join us after the top of the hour news